Mr. Constantine, I'd like to ask you a few questions. I know the circles you travel in, the occult, exorcisms. I need to understand. You don't want to know what's out there. Trust me on this. What if I told you that God and the devil made a wager for the souls of all mankind? I don't believe in the devil. You should. He believes in you. Close your eyes. And whatever happens, don't look. You see them. They see you. to Midnight Movies. I'm one of your co-hosts. I am Kane, part of the Heroes Asylum podcast, Facebook page, Twitter, and Instagram. But I can never do these Midnight Movies watch-alongs by myself. I'm always joined by the guy who runs the ship. He's driving the Millennium Falcon. He's basically driving the Batmobile. He's driving the Batcycle. Hell, he has the shark spray to stop the sharks from climbing up the Batcopter. And that is, of course, your captain and mine, the captain Oh my captain. How you doing, sir? I am doing awesome. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, guys. We're literally doing a midnight movies at this is not a midnight movie. Sorry, we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna pull back the curtains. This is not midnight. This is two thirty a.m. Ooh, movies. <laughs> I don't think we've ever done a two thirty. Ah, I think we did. We have. I think we did one. Yeah, we did. yeah. Ended, but we never started one. But um. I thought this would be a different one. I think uh, we got talking, and uh, I pulled up this movie because I was watching. Um, I was watching one of the um, DC showcases, and I was watching Phantom Stranger, which is very well done, by the way. It's like a little fifteen-minute intricals. Oh, yeah. They've done a ton of them. I, I, we've discussed before. They've done Sergeant Rock. I haven't seen yet. I think there's a Green Arrow one. Um, just basically like minor DC characters, like I would call like B or C list ones. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is the B, the B and a C yeah. list uh, 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 roster. Just quick, I guess you can compare them to the Marvel one shots if you wanted to, but just animated. I you guess could, yeah, yeah, you could definitely do that. I and, mean, the, the the showcases have always been on point because they treat those characters like with kit gloves. Oh yeah, I mean, you could, uh, you, you said you said uh, Sergeant Rock. Uh, they have they've had Death, um, Spectre, Green Arrow. They, they've really whoever does those really respects the, respects the material. I mean, if any, and but you and I are big fans of the DC animated. So I mean that that's kind of we're kind of balanced like in a weird way. We mm. love pretty much everything. It, there may have been one or two that were like, eh, no. Uh, a Superman Doom. Killing story. joke, excuse me. Uh, killing joke, yeah. That's, uh. that's, that's really those two. The, honestly, what's so funny is it's probably the biggest two of those two characters. Superman and Batman, Killing Joke and Doomsday are like the major storylines, and they, they really butchered them. Um, they did correct the Doomsday Superman's death of Superman with the – the death of Superman and then the rise of Superman. Yeah, they. But they, they still, it. they still need to correct themselves on, on the Killing Joke. I mean, yeah. it, again, if you, I hope it's one don't. of those ones, if you watch as a total and then just remove one portion of it, it's a good movie. 
but there's something they added that did not need to be there. No. Here's the I, thing. The, the Batman and Joker stuff worked. Mm-hmm. The other stuff, which I won't mention, did not. No, no. There was a, it, it's just like if we, if we go back to um, – if we go back to the attack of the clones for star Wars, mm-hmm. great movie, that one storyline that interweaved itself through that, we need to get rid Awful. of that. And then it'll be a turn. It'll turn into a, and it, yeah. I know it's something you can't get past. It's the love story. You can't, the same thing can't. with a killing joke. There's a love story that has never been there, but somehow they decided to do it. And what I read when I was doing my research for that movie was it was too short. So they needed to add something more to, extend the story and that's what they chose to go with they could have done so many other bad things. calls yeah they could have yeah they could have extended honestly with that one they could have extended the 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 death of robin yeah and make they it could, more could, prolonged you could have you go to backstory how we you know like where he came from I'm well, they, they could have literally taken the death of or, or you know that 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 storyline and explained why were they where they were why was batman and robin where they, i mean that's in in the in the killing joke the first part of the comic book is why is Batman and Robin in this country? Mm-hmm. But in this one, they shortened it and you no know, things happened. I kind of want to glamorize stuff, but I don't know. Yeah, no, That's it, neither it, here it nor was there. Bad. It was bad. Yeah. I mean, even if you look back to, <laughs> you look back to the Batman um, animated series, the original one, it, that, that whole Batman and Batgirl relationship was just horrible. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the best. <laughs> you, you take the true bat storyline. It's it it's it's uh, Richard, Dick, Grayson, and Barbara. That's that's the relationship. He's always had a relationship with Barbara. He's always had a relationship with uh, Starfire, mm-hmm. and you know, and they just kind of ignored all that. And I, I I'm not a fan of that. But yeah, but I dig, I, I think <laughs> yeah, we're gonna, go, we're gonna go. We're gonna move on to what we decided to do, which was. What? Constantine, Constantine, the Keanu Reeves one, which I think before we start doing is a vastly underrated film. I, I know we have Matt Ryan now, who is the, the quintessential Constantine. Oh, I think yeah, we, dude. You, we can you, both agree on that animated. You, and you live will, uh, yeah, you will. Uh, you will take up arms for, for Matt Ryan. That's, that's always good. man. I will fight. Matt Ryan is the man. But before we had Matt Ryan, we had Keanu Reeves as we live in a Keanu sense. Now, this is one of the films that actually, um, if you read some reports, I think it's neither here nor there. It's, I guess it's basically rumor that they, that WB was like, Hey, if we do another Constantine movie, would you come back? And I hope that it doesn't happen. You know, he has more stuff to do, more franchises. He can be in yeah. John Wick, Bill and Ted. I don't think he should come back to this one, but for a one-off, this wasn't bad. This was not bad at all. Like I, I had issues this was some an, things yeah but, this was this was an easy pill to swallow for those that don't know what constantine is ex- yes i i really believe i mean it, it it truly is not constantine i mean there are certain factors of it that are constantine but uh know we'll, we'll get into what i don't like about it i'm sure yeah. they're pretty much the same things you don't like but oh yes so well, I guess again we, should... we we have a live constantine movie i mean and that and i was dude i was stoked about this i was like oh my god we're gonna get constantine and but again not blonde hair not and and there are a lot of factors about with the way constantine is and what he does that make him Mm -hmm. so whenever you are ready sir i've got Uh, yeah let's do i'm ready i'm queuing up so i guess i'm gonna count us down this is constantine from 2005 
with Keanu Reeves. So let's begin the countdown in three, two, one, and guys, press play. I do love this opening with the gritty background. It looks like the WB logo being torn apart. Yeah. That's supposed to be hell. I guess that's the inclination because you're going to hell with Constantine. And Well, we're going to find hell later, and that's basically the... Oh, their version of hell is so different that I dig it. He who possesses... Now, this is one of the big Easter eggs at the beginning of the movie. The big MacGuffin. The Spear of Destiny. And it's been around DC Comics for a very long time. I mean, depending what comic you read, it, it's it's been found in the desert. It's been found on an airplane. I mean, it's been everywhere. And if you guys don't know what the Spear of Destiny is in DC Comics, basically it was carried by one of the Centurion Guards when the Judo Christ figure was basically, and he was hung on the cross, and this spear basically plunged Christ and got his blood on the spear and the spear since then has had these magical qualities that can make it do many different things. I think the last time we saw the Spear Destiny, I think the CW actually had a version of the Spear Destiny. Uh, yeah, I think that was in Legends. If I Legends, yeah, I think one of the seasons. I think season three. But I mean, the the, the really the the DC backstory to the spear is nothing special. This is this is normal. Spear it's cut and dry, but it's been around for yeah. a while. Yeah, no, the spear was always something that pierced, you know, Jesus's side, and, and there's always been power behind it. Uh, yeah, you know, it was it was something that that even like Lucifer or not Lucifer, was, wow, even uh, Hitler was looking for. Yep. Now, apparently, once he touched the spear, I guess he was possessed. Yeah, well, you became, yeah, became, you became immortal, basically. Nothing would hurt you because you you possessed it. I wonder what point the demon influence got inside of him. Probably right, right about now. Well, if he's a good demon. He gets right up all up, all up in that. Oh, yeah, I guess so. It's an opportunity. like, hey, man, there's a vessel. I'm going in, man. Again, I mean, if you go through any Constantine, any Lucifer, any any death series, demons just, <laughs> they're very opportunistic. So That's a good word for it. I like the way they begin this. This is very gritty. Very real world, like, you know, you would think like maybe you have some rich heiress being possessed by a demon, but no, it's basically like a uh, working class family. Demon just got into the chick. just a working class family, but they take a working class Mexican family. I mean, and that's, they, they believe in the Santeria. They, there's like hardcore deep beliefs with a, a, a lot of the Mexican Oh yeah, that, that's and what that, they're doing. That, they went they went deep on this one, because I mean, with you and me, we we all we both grew up reading Constantine. It was all about the British, all Britain, and there was a certain level of mysticism going on in the European area. Yep. But this takes it even deeper because you 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 bring in Santeria, you bring the Day of the Dead, you bring. I mean, there's a certain level of 
darkness that goes along with. And that's what I hope that Penny Dreadful is trying to do right now. Yeah. Trying. I, I've, I'm four episodes into Penny Dreadful, and so far they're, that they're alluding to that, but they're not really playing to it yet. But I'm going to give it a chance to hold Heroes Asylum five episode rule. I do not believe this Reverend is a character in the comics. They just made him for the movie. I'm trying to remember. I mean, again, we're in a different place. We're not, we're yeah. in America. We're not in England. Um, so I'm not exactly sure off the top of my head. Cause I mean, you have Chaz. Chaz is a, is, um, is a, a major character. And uh, in the storylines, but it's not this Chaz. This no, Chaz no, is a no. Completely different version. Which, I mean, he, he does an okay job. Yeah, I mean, he, he's not the Chaz that I know. The Chaz that I know is the one from the Constantine series that was canceled too early. That's Chaz. This was just, you know, like, hey, you know, who's the most popular actor at the time? Oh, Shia LaBeouf. Okay, let's have him be Chaz. But even then, I, th- I mean, I think it was kind of strange to, to, to cast him here. Yeah, because Chaz is older, isn't he? He's not Chaz, that you know, uh, Constantine and Chaz were in a band together. They, that's where a lot, of, a lot of those relationships come from. So it's... Very strange that when they did this movie, they never alluded to that Newcastle stuff. It was never even mentioned. I thought something was. No. They, they, I, th- I thought there was a Newcastle comment. I don't think there is. If there is, I mean, let me guys let me know, but I don't think there is any reference to Newcastle. Yeah, no, this is Father Hennessy, and yeah, there's no no reference to yeah, anything. that's what I figured. Like I said, I always I always thought there was because it was just I mean, Constantine and Hellblazer have such a a, a thick a thick and a traditional you know backstory. I think in, in the City of Demons animated movie, they actually did the origin of, of the Newcastle incident, too. It was like, I think it was like 10 minutes. Oh, yeah, no, no. And honestly, no, no. The City of Demons really gave a true thick version and true, gave it, gave it substance. Because honestly, you, all you hear yeah. really is about, about it, but you don't hear what happens. Yeah, you don't actually see it, yeah. That's one of the things in the TV series too, that they alluded to a lot. He's like, remember what happened in Newcastle, John? Remember this? Well, well, that that's the that's the one thing that really defined John. Yeah, was what happened with that with that 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 was his one defining moment to where he should have stepped up and been been the right guy, but he he didn't. He failed. But again, at the time, he was a he was a very new magician he he still was learning his his craft and and a ego kills talent i think I've, yeah. that's one of my favorite phrases that i've seen lately and that's what happened to john that that instant like ego kills talent he thought he could do more and he underestimated the demon well he thought he thought he can control the demon and the demon's like no nope same thing same same thing happened with the most recent justice league dark you oh yeah yeah see him you see him trying to control uh raven's father but he's like the raven's father's like no i i'm gonna do what i want to do yep that was always kind of freaky how that guy got gray hair but it's touching a demon i never understood that 
it wasn't that he was touching. I think that he saw something. Oh, okay. That's that's what I always took it as is that he he looked into evil and evil did something to him. That's freaky. Well, it's one of those things, you know. You when you look at the Exorcist movie, that there was something you don't you don't look directly in. Oh, those Exorcist movies were freaky, <laughs> especially that first one. I mean, nightmares. Those were a big thing back in the. I think it was late seventies, early eighties. It was like the Exorcist. You had the Omen. I think you had another one too. Yeah, they they definitely hit the uh, the the. Well, I think a lot of it came from um, the house shit. I just oh uh, the 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 was it the Amityville horror? Yes, yeah, a lot of that because Amityville actually happened during that time. You know, actually, I fucking I've, cameo I've, by the way. I'm sorry, I, I don't mean to cut you off, but no, fucking okay. Gavin Roth as a cameo. I, I don't know of any other time he's acted, and he did an amazing job here. He did great. It's, it's shocking. I haven't seen him in anything after this. I yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure he's been in other things. So I'm sure this wasn't the first time he's He was great. Balthasar, I, I think. Did, yeah. yeah, he was yeah, great. Balthazar, yeah. No, but you're right. It's, it's shocking how good he was. He kind of seamless in his acting, too. Now, I, the one thing I am, like, so thrown off on is that they did not go blonde. Yeah, I Constantine's image is all blonde. It's all about what he looks like. He, I mean, he's based off of the Sex Pistols, um, and Sting. I mean, his imagery, mm-hmm. is Sting. Yeah. I mean, straight up. And that's not the first time a, a an author has taken imagery from pop culture. Nope. I think probably one of the biggest ones. Uh, most people probably don't realize is if you read Anne Rice's uh, uh, The Interview with a Vampire, Lestat's imagery is based off of Rucker Hauer from um, Chit, just drew a blank. Blade Runner? Yes, thank you very much. That is who Lestat is supposed to look like. And it's kind of the same thing here is, you know, it was all about pop culture. Uh, same thing when you look at The Crow. Uh-huh. The Crow was all based off of, it was a mix of Iggy Pop, Peter Murphy, and um, The Cure Singer. Robert Smith. Yeah. So it was like a mixture. So this was done during that time. This was probably that the, the British, during the British like renaissance of comic book writers. Oh, Rachel Weisz, sorry. But one, of my, know, one of my favorite, favorite, favorite oh. actors. This was in her infancy too. Uh, this is post uh, Mummy, so she she been around a while. Daniel Craig's such a lucky bastard. The <laughs> <sighs> so one thing they did add was the, if you read the comics, Constantine was not. You know, a heavy smoker. He was a heroin addict, but I, I guess like say, they yeah, felt he still liked to smoke. But yeah, no, it was, yeah, it was heroin. Yeah, it was heroin. Yeah, so I guess they felt that you know we can't do that. You know, well, you got to realize. I mean, even smoking at this time was like a big, like wow, faux pas. To the point where where they pushed when when Constantine came to television that they pushed that he was trying to give up smoking. Yeah. 
this movie made money too, which was I'm not sure why they didn't continue with a sequel. They talked about a sequel for a while after it came out, but I guess nothing came of it. I mean, it made double. I mean, it was, the budget was a hundred million. It made two thirty. So, I mean, yeah, I don't. It's not needed, but you know, they could. It have wasn't gone. needed, but I think. I think the fan base was very. I mean, it made money, but I, th- I think just the reviews and the fan base were very anti against it because this wasn't Constantine to us. Yeah, just just everything I just mentioned was anti Constantine. If you look at it for what it is, it's, it's actually a really good movie, too. I mean, oh, no, what they did is a great one-off. They didn't leave anything to extend out. I mean, yes, they, they left it kind of open when you get to the to the end, and we see the end, and, and what happens to him. Yes, he's making a change, but Constantine is somebody that doesn't make change easily. No. So the fact that he made this change so quickly, it was just like, eh, no, no. Constantine is one of those ones that just he just keeps beating his head against the same wall over and over and over and over again. For the job that Keanu did here, it was solid. I mean, he's not the. I mean, I think any other character if he wasn't named Constantine, like let's just say this movie's not Constantine. It's called like the Demonologist. I'm just throwing a name out there. Actually, there's a movie called The Demonologist, which is awful, by the way. Don't watch it, but. If it was just called the demonologist and he was called like, you know, uh, Henry Tucker, demonologist, you know, I think it would have been well received, but it's because you put the Constantine name before it. It's like, wait, that's not him. You know, oh, wait a minute. Same thing I'm going to say about the, about probably one of your favorite bands. Metallica didn't put their name on load. load yep. No, you're right. Yeah. That's an amazing that's- album, but because everybody was already Metallica, it's got to be this way. Everybody expected something. Yeah, and, and and to me, I'm a big fan of Load because I under I I have the ability to disconnect myself from the the name, and it's a great song. It's a great album, great songwriting. But because it's not the the return of Enter Sandman or you know the Black album, it it gets thrown away. Yeah, I get it. I think uh, Jason Newsett said it said it fine too when he, they were interviewing. I think it was for VH1. And he was like, you know, I get it. He's like, fans have perceptions. They look at the Metallica from the Black Album. They see these guys long hair and they see the cover. Okay, okay, even Black Album was it was a fucking uh, a, a major you know change from what they did. Yeah. Even you know there were a lot of fans that were like Black Album. They sold out, and then you jump from the next one to Load. Holy crap, you cut your hair and then you sold out? That's why when, when I picked up, when I heard Load, I did not know it was Metallica for, for me. It, it was like oh, two weeks later because somebody sent me a, a raw copy because I, I lived out in LA and I the raw copies were kind of easy to get a hold of. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is a great, great fucking band. And then I mean, I could hear the voice. It was the voice that gave it away, you know, instantly. Mm-hmm. But again, you got to realize, I mean, there are a lot of fucking bands out there that have very similar voices. So I was like, okay, I mean, it's just a group that like grew up with Metallica. 
there's a there's a there's a country band out there and they, they sound like toby keith but it's not toby keith it's like uh, um the osmond brothers or something like that and i swear to god i would put i, I would put money on that motherfucker <laughs> Ricky, ouch! So Const- Constantine debuted in a an American comic book. Do you know which one it was? Swamp Thing, wasn't it? Yep. First appeared nineteen eighty five. Wasn't until nineteen eighty eight he was given his own comic book. Which is great because right now, if if you know, if give you guys a time frame right now, we're post you know COVID nineteen, and basically what's happening is is CW is raping the hell out of the DC universe mm-hmm. streaming service, and they're bringing Swamp Thing in, and there's a big talk rumbling around: is can we get Swamp Thing to make a crossover into Legends what? of Tomorrow? Because that's he was mentioned. Well, he wasn't. He was shown a clip up, which makes 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 sense now. After he and he was mentioned also. Was he? Oh, okay, I missed that one. Yeah, it was it was one episode where they were talking about like, oh, you know, he's like, yeah, I have a big green friend, but you know, he's (gasps) not no help to us right now. No, in the end, but he he won't be. I mean, to be honest, anytime we've seen Swamp Thing involving with anybody else. He never really helps anybody. No. Yeah, <laughs> he's just—he's kind of a dick if you, if you no, think he about really it. Is. Like he doesn't care. He's like, you know, I'm just doing my own thing and all about the green. Even in, in Apocalypse War, he was kind of a dick. <laughs> oh yeah, what's until, <laughs> until Constantine's like? You see that? As soon as they're done with us, they're gonna come fuck with you. He fucked shit up too. <laughs> he did. Good movie, by the way. Oh. I like this look that he's living in a worn-in place. He's buying stuff from like black market dealers, like yeah, you know. What was it? Holy fire? Is that what he called it? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. It's not Constantine. It's not Matt Ryan, but it's it's not bad. For what he had, what he had to do, it's. I mean, it works. Like I said, if it wasn't named Constantine, like you said, if with Metallica before, it's it just people have perceptions of what Constantine is supposed to be, which was corrected by Mister Matt Ryan. I, we're probably going to mention his name a lot. <laughs> well, well, yeah, because yeah, I mean, he really he he became Constantine. And again, he was one of those characters, I guess, one of the biggest things we're going to move going forward is like, you know, the fans embraced him. 
even after his series was canceled, like, oh, yeah, he was great. So embraced that they brought him into an episode of Arrow. All right, let's test it out. He worked there, came back for another episode of Arrow. Then they were like, you know what? Let's throw him on Legends. Been there ever since. And literally, you could put him in any DC movie or series and he would work. Well, because it's, I mean, really, when you look at what they they did with Constantine in the animated series, you just don't throw him anywhere. Yeah, and he works. I mean, I was kind of hesitant. I was like, they're going to put Constantine in a Apocalypse War? I was like, he doesn't really fit. But then I was like, okay, I'm wrong. Yeah. And here's our first appearance of a future MCU character. This this casting, I think, was amazing. Oh, they did get Tilda in there as as uh, Gabriel. As Gabriel, I oh, know. I like how they keep that. I think Supernatural stole that idea. Now that I think of it, how the angels always wear suits. I think they got it from here. I think Supernatural was it two, this is 2005, right? So I think they just were entering season two. Maybe Crippy got the idea from here. I love those Renaissance paintings. I love that Constantine can just sit there and just talk to an, to an archangel. Like, yeah, you know. They know who he is. Yeah, John, what are you doing? Fuck it up like always. Yeah, this was about six months um, before before uh, Supernatural started. Okay, okay. I wouldn't doubt some ideas came from here. Tilda Swinton can do no wrong. No, I was to say, I, I haven't seen anything that she, that she hasn't done. That I'm like, look at this bad. Yeah, same way. Like she she can't do anything bad. Remember the whole uproar when she was cast as the ancient one? That was bullcrap. I was like, come on, it's her. She can do anything. Yeah, yeah, that, I was okay with that because I've seen, I've seen gender changes in 
in the MCU that were like, really, why are we doing why are we doing this? And that's when it didn't change who the core of the character was. Because she was still the ancient one. Any character she does, she just brings that she just brings it. And they managed to include a lot of vertical characters in this movie too. You talk about a series that's dying to happen. If CW or Warner Brothers would be smart and do it, but they won't. What's that? Oh, Const- I mean, um, excuse me, Constantine and Lucifer. That's just a series waiting, waiting to happen. If they're gonna do it, they they would do it on the uh, the HBO Max. HBO Max, yeah, because because it, it's uns- uncensored, they can do it. That would be a oh. Or not even a series. You could just throw them in the Sandman series if you wanted to. That's one world they have yet to tap into. They just basically are dipping their toe in there right now. I do like this. Oh, the priest is going insane. Hey, look at that. Back in the dial-up days. Don't think we had wireless internet by 2005. She was so good in those mummy movies too. Oh. They made actually a third one, but she wasn't in it. It was awful. <laughs> Never watched the third mummy movie. I think it was called Curse of the Dragon Emperor. Had a good idea, but it was like they went away from the Egyptian stuff and they went straight to Japanese and like, wait a minute, you could have done more with the Egyptian stuff. They recast Rachel Wise. It was just ugh, a mess. Yep, somebody's watching me. This is a cool scene. <laughs> and this this comes out of nowhere too. You're like, wait a minute, what the hell?
strange. That's some pretty good special effects too. What is he like made out of parasites or something? Bugs. That's freaky. Look at that. Reminds me of the, of the shit demon. What was it in? Uh, what was it? Dogma. Ooh. Oh yeah, yeah. No, shit demon was in Dogma. And if you really want to get personal, it wasn't weird science. I mean, Chet did. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not that far off. That was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. My my ex wife years ago, like early nineties, we lived out in LA, and she actually ran into into Bill into Bill, and that's right. the only oh, yeah. she, that's the only way when she got home, she's like, I ran into I ran into Chet. I go, what? The shit demon. I'm like, what? The and finally, she's <laughs> like, weird sign. I'm like, oh my, really? That that's what you remember? You don't remember Twister? And she's like. No, no, just this one. I'm like, oh, fucking A. Okay, I can't talk to you. Yep. <laughs> nope, you're not getting in there. And, yep, we get to see... Jaman Hansu. I don't think this is one of his first acting roles, but I think it was. No, no, no. But he's been around he, for a while. He has played this very similar character several times. Papa Midnight, man. Yeah, he he was he was he was Fisherman King and Aquaman. He was Wizard yep. Shazam, and well, Shazam. So Shazam. he he has this ability of playing very mystic mystical characters that are basically him. <laughs> I agree. I mean, really, I mean, when you when you look at what he's played, you know, I mean, not only that, but he's also done like voice voice work because he's been he's a, he was a T'Challa, uh, and uh, in a the Black time. Panther, yeah, he was. But you you look at his movies, Blazing Samurai, Captain America. He was a uh, Grathba, the Pursuer. I mean, he's he has an ability to play very. Very mystical characters. And it works too. Doesn't miss a beat. I just remember seeing the Pop of Midnight version on the Constantine TV series. Very different from this one. Oh, yeah. He was more antagonistic. But to me, that's Pop of Midnight. Yeah. Pop of Midnight is not, he's not going to be one that's going to work with Constantine. He's going to be one that's going to like, judge him and are you sure this is the is the route that we're going do you really want to do this John you know the funny thing about that series I, when I finished it up I think it was a couple weeks ago because I had never seen the last two episodes oh yeah it's, it's a crime where they were going was mm. going to be so good oh I mean, spoilers, the show's been off for like over three or four years, but they introduce, I think that this actor, 
if I'm not mistaken, he was he was going to be the Spectre. And I think he was on the crossover for Christ and Infinite Earth. I'm not sure about that. I have to look that up. I don't think it was the same actor. No? Okay. okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, so you know yeah, what I'm talking I, about. Yeah I, yeah, I know who you're talking about. I don't believe it was the same actor because I was like on board with him. I was like, oh, okay, cool. We're going we're gonna to see that that version come across because, again, I, I'm a massive, massive Spectre fan. And when I saw that they were going that direction, I'm like, oh, okay, let's let's see what they're going to do. I didn't like what they did with him in Crisis, though. I didn't like Oliver Queen becoming the Spectres. Like, eh. No. Yeah, that's the one thing I was like. I was like, no, I get it, but I don't. I'm like, you know, how, the point of the arrow was that he was a grounded guy. What, yeah. Yeah. We, we again, it was one of those things that I, I get upset about with like Star Wars. It's like, I don't need to have a familiar face be a new character. Um, You know, just let let a new character be a new character. Yeah. I mean, I get what they were doing. They were like, okay, it's Steven's last year. So let's get him included here. But he could, have been, t- he could have been in so many different things. Yeah. You but don't not need specter now. Yeah. It could have been anybody. Like if he would have died, like at the beginning, like he did and okay, he's dead. Okay, cool. But bringing him back as the specter is like, okay, now you're just trying to shoehorn him in. Yeah, it was a, yeah, it was a different actor altogether. Now Gavin should have said to Keanu, "Everything Zen, Zen." <laughs> I like that little touch they do with the eyes. I mean, you could see, I mean, look, you could see a lot of supernatural influences. I mean, I don't know that he did it for sure, but I'm just saying, like, you could see, like, a lot of little subtle things that I think Krippy picked up on. Like the eyes for the angels and demons. You could see a lot of Dean and Keanu. And Sam, too. That's horrible. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I, I see more um, Castiel. Castiel? And Constantine. The suit, the very deadpan acting and reaction to things. Yeah, I definitely see. And you got to realize, I mean, we weren't, th- there were no angels first season. So, you know, if, if there was a an, an influence, I could definitely see it. Because we didn't get to angels and demons, I think, what, until... No demons, you got demons. Demons, you got in season one. Well, I mean, you got demons, but you didn't see. You didn't see the interaction until mm. what Meg came in and Meg didn't come in until season two or three. No, Meg was one too. Meg came she, in at one. Well, there was yeah. a visit of her, but not to find out that she was a she was a demon. We we saw Sam run into her at. No, at, I think no. The, you you saw her season was a demon because once she her eyes turned black. Did you? Okay. Yeah, yeah. She trust me. She's the, the angels didn't come until season four. That okay. was the that so was the, yeah. So so yeah. again, I Cassiel's influence I see right here. Yeah. The suit, the tie. Yeah. That was one of the biggest like things that actually was like because you figured you had the demons like are the angels going to show up and they did and it was like that first episode with Castiel was just oh yeah insane no. oh well, because because I was I was already seeing the. 
the the repetitiveness of Supernatural. Mm-hmm. Again, you, I mean, you watch Supernatural; it's the same fucking show. I know, I know, I know. You love it. I, I like it too. No, you're right, but but, but you're right though. It is repetitive. season after season. It's okay. One of them lies about something. They lie about it all season. The other one realizes they're lying, and then by the end of the season, the one that wasn't lying sacrifices himself to do something, and then it, so, and then it just repeats. Well, it, it repeated it, after season five. Like the first five seasons are. As an arc, that's what Crippy made. But then after he left, it was like, you know, hey, we want to keep it on. And then it went 10 more seasons. And yeah, it became but, but it's, I mean, you can change the story, but the rhythm of uh, something that George Lucas always talked about with his with, with Star Wars was the rhythm of Star Wars. There's a rhythm to tell in a story, and you would see it. And it just happened. And it's okay. I mean, some of the best fucking shows out there have a rhythm. Um Probably the one I compare Supernatural to is is Home Improvement. X Files too. X Files had it the same way. No, X Files was a little different because it was a different story. It was a different creature. It was, it, but the overall arcing thing was somebody would fuck up. Somebody would get a, a story told to them, and they would trip. The best one again. If you look at Home Improvement, either either. Tim or one of the kids would fuck up, piss off the mom. They would go out into the backyard, talk to to the neighbor over the Wilson. Talk to Wilson. Wilson (laughs) Wilson would give them a. We'll we'll tell them how to fix it. He would tell you exactly how to fucking fix it. Then whoever screwed up would listen to Wilson and fuck up what Wilson said, but mom would still be okay with it. That was the story for every home improvement. And again, you look back at every season of supernatural somebody would do something wrong they would try to fix it and be get help either from you know the supernatural realm of angels or demons and at the by the end they would lie about it so much that by the end uh, the the other person's like i don't trust you anymore and this was just a constant no you're right that that's pretty much them like for 15 seasons like i don't trust you i don't trust you but the end of the season wait a minute i still gotta trust you we're we're my four family we we hug it out but you're right you're right but hey, like the old adage says, if it works, keep doing it. How old was Rachel Weiss in this movie? She looked like she has to be the early 30s. Like I think 15 years ago. She still looks good too. Oh. I had such a crush on that. Yeah. yeah, it was the mommy movies that got me. Sorry. Yeah, me too. Me too. The first. First time you saw her in the first Mummy movie when she had those little librarian glasses on. Oh, that was it for me. Look at that. They show Santa Maria again. That's more than Mexican influence. I just hope Penny Dreadful gets there, man. I really hope so. What? Really? Wow. What? Uh, so we're saying 15 years ago was this movie? Yeah, yeah, right. So she was 35. She was 35. She's 15 so, right now. Yeah. March 7, 1970. She wow. is 15. Yeah. Good for her. Oscar winner as well. That's such. That's freaky, right there. Look at that.
kind of like this movie. You actually see the, the demons in physical form, what they actually look like, but supernatural, you don't. Because they, they, you know, they, it's a TV show. They got to cut some budgets and stuff. They're like, you know, just make them vessels. Show some different eye colors. That's it. Iglesia de la Sangria del Cristo. The church there? Kind of a ghetto-looking church. The light. Okay, just asking. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right. They really have churches like that? Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, when I saw this movie, I thought those that tell me you didn't think this that that, that whatever that statue was going to grab her. I oh, kept oh, thinking, yeah, the the uh, the, Santa the, the Maria, angel behind her, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, it's going to grab her, screaming, but it didn't happen. So I mean, Alan, Alan Moore did not take credit for this. He didn't. No, he took his his took his name off after uh, from Hell and the Legend uh, of the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. How oh. bad they were panned. He did not want. He's like he he already had sour taste in his mouth about Hollywood. He's like, nope, I don't I don't want my name on here. Well, this one I don't understand because I th- I thought it was pretty. It was pretty decently done. The well, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is unforgivable. Unforgivable. Oh. I hope one day we do that movie because you talk about a butchering. They did the best they could. I mean, with, oh. with, the, limit, the, with oh. the limit of what they could do, because, I mean, you got to realize, I mean, League is extremely in-depth. And they could only do what they could. I mean, yes, that there were certain, there were certain, there were certain characters that, yeah, they, they kind of butchered. Yeah, butchered, butchered. That's the best way I'll say. They butchered that movie. It was so bad that Sean Connery retired after that movie. It wasn't. (laughs) That's that movie. He was. He retired. He was already better before that movie. But that movie made him more bitter. He was like, you know, forgot our garage. I quit. Like it was. He was done. See, Sean, you should have chose being Gandalf. No, fuck you. What? I want to see Sean Connery's Gandalf. That would have been great. Yeah, no, no. Come on. No. Why? Come over here, Sean. <laughs> you know what they should have gotten? The guy who, you remember the, that skit in Saturday Night Live, the guy who does Sean Connery? I don't know who does it. They should have got him oh, being Daryl. Daryl's yeah, Daryl Hammond. Is it Daryl Hammond? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking, he, he kills it. Kills it. I, no. Oh, sometimes see those clips. They just they never get old. Your mother's a whore. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I, that, honestly, literally, I had I had all the Jeopardy during that time frame with Will Ferrell like saved in, in on my computer because I, I just love to rewatch. The thing about it is they they both do it so well because you know. You know, Farrell just playing the straight man is, I think, probably more hysterical than Hammond. Because he has to sit there and just, no, you're wrong. You're an idiot. 
and this is their version of hell. Like I was saying in the opening credits, they kind of alluded to it, and now you get to see it. The way they're picturing it is hell's basically exactly like Earth, but it's just like on the flip side. Condemned. Everything's ghastly, wasteland-like. Slayer playing in the background. Demon parties. Look at that. Love the visual effects. So good. I'm trying to think what these creatures look like. Like another movie that I'm trying to think of. Um, shit. You probably know. I'm, I just can't think of it right now. I'm, I'm thinking Hellboy. Wow. Yeah, okay, okay. That's it. Look at that. Look at that imagery. This guy's been to hell. And just so you guys know, it's not Constantine. It is constant time. Time, yes. I always say Constantine. I do too, because we just. It is, but it is Constantine. It is yes. Constantine, yeah. And folks, Constantine is bisexual. Um, yeah, that's been the comics for a while. Yeah, apparently that's... not just bisexual, but he he um he has a little bestiality in him. If you if you've watched um Justice League Dark number two. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently, true. him and um him and um Shark. That was weird. Yeah, that was, weird. <laughs> that was a little weird. A little, little wink. I'm like, Ooh. that was that was a little wink and nudge. No, oh, there's my ex. What, Harley? No, not Harley. Uh, now here's a little strange thing. Not not just Alan Moore, but several other. Constantine writers claim to have met him. Really? Mm hmm. Hmm. I'm going to say this again. I mean, did you see that? Did you notice when he's walking into that room? I mean, is this his freezer he's walking into? Mm hmm. Okay. No. Yeah. I take it. I'm going to take it back then. I was gonna say I was gonna say something like you know whenever you know like a like a normal human being enters a room and you know he's basically breathing like that cold air yeah he's like there's a demon around I'm just I'm just I'm just thinking like Crippy must have seen this movie when he was I, writing I, I think I think with with Crippy uh, it was seeing anything supernatural you always saw yeah you bar I'm not saying that he straight up like copied everything from here but there was there's definitely you could see some influences. 
just small things. He was like, well, I'm going to borrow that. I'm going to borrow that. See, this is what kind of freaked me out when I'm watching this. Because apparently he's getting he's getting drunk. He's getting hammered. But, he but you don't see him. Yeah. But he doesn't realize it. Or you don't see it. And I, I didn't get that till like later on. I was like, well, wait a we minute. Don't, yeah, we, well, we don't as watchers of this. We don't see that. Until yeah, like, well, wait a minute. Is he actually drinking it or he's not? I don't know how you could drink. All, like, he's basically, like, apparently he's down, like, what? Two quarts at this point? Glycerine. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> That's a good sound, too. So, apparently, there was a sequel written for this. But nothing ever came of it. I'm glad though. This is one of those things that didn't really need a sequel. I mean, it, uh, it was it, it would have been cool for uh, through the eye of the needle, and was reportedly based on the original idea. Uh, the movie was given an R rating and would have featured a more horror element. Um, last that never came to be, despite Keanu admitting that he would have liked to have seen it happen. I would have liked to see it happen too. Yeah. It was, it was written by the same uh, same writer that did this, uh, Frank uh, A. Capello. He drank himself to death. I love those mom and pop places. Freaky. Yeah. See, now you're getting the explanation. Now you're getting like, hey, that's the, that, oof. That reminded me of the tall man. That's another movie they should do. But who do you get to play as a tall man? Actually, no, I take that back. Don't do it. They'll screw it up. Actually, you know who you can get to play as a tall man? Anthony Hopkins. He has that look. Just imagine him with longer gray hair. There you go. Here's an idea for you. Hollywood execs. Phantasm with Anthony Hopkins. I think who would who would probably be really good at that? Um, the new uh, the new actor that that's playing uh, Chewbacca. Because you, you oh uh, uh, Johan, yeah, you don't you don't want a familiar face. 
for dark. You, you just you want something very, something somebody that is tall, somebody that can carry themselves. Because I mean, anybody that's playing um, Chewbacca, they hear they're carrying themselves. I, I haven't seen him in anything else. I don't know. I mean, he's just basically been chewy. I mean, yeah, he's got the height, but I mean, who was the actor's name? Because he, like, he barely spoke any lines in the movie. But when you saw him, he was like, "Oh boy!" Well, what do you think he spoke? I mean, that's. I mean, that's really all he did. No, I'm saying if he, if he's the tall man, the tall man barely spoke in those Phantasm movies neither. Like he spoke a couple lines, but they, yeah. they were like impactful. Like, hey, you know, this is coming for you, or you just have that look. He doesn't necessarily have to be tall. But it helps. Can you imagine if they cast like a midget? That'd be great. And call still call him the tall man. Well, it's like when they call somebody slim and he's really big, you know. Kind of go yeah. That. It's up slim. So tell me, what is Constantine's punk band name? Oh, weren't they like a cover of like the Sex Pistols or something? He, 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 they, they, he was very obsessed with the Sex Pistols, yes, but he started his own punk band. Oh man, I know there were some and, kind and of that's like about the, that's about the time he he learned, you know, mystic arts and shit. That was like the same. Like yeah. the, those are both interweaving at the time. I know that. Oh man, I don't know. That's a good one. Mucus membrane. Mucus membrane? Mucus. Mucus membrane. M- mucus membrane. Hmm. Freaky. Drank yourself to death, didn't you? So Constantine has one of the few. I guess one. Of, I guess what's the word I'm looking for? One of the few things that that no other character has been able to do. He's he's literally the one character that has um, that does this. It's originally Constantine. The Virgo series is the only character to actually age in real time. No, oh. nobody else. When when you look at his true age in the comic books, it's based off of when he was introduced in '85, which he was probably in his twenties. So he's what, like his fifties now? Yep. When you actually look at where he's at, he's one of the few that. So the com- the, the the one I'm reading right now, the, the well last new one they got <laughs> so he's probably in what his early 50s mid 50s yeah. I, I have to look that up I mean I don't doubt you but I'm just saying and I kind of like that though because if you look at a lot of the I mean let's just let's be honest a lot of the comic book characters out there they kind of like to age them at a certain age they don't like to get them older and I get why but it's kind of cool when you see a character get older mm-hmm I mean, maybe that's why now, I like. I think, the- I think with the newest version, like what we're what we're seeing now, that might have been changed. But in overall, he was always aging. Now he does have the one distinction. That's what I was looking for—a distinction. Uh-huh. Falling behind only Batman and Superman. There's one distinction he has. He's he's third 
behind Batman and Superman? Hmm. And you'll be surprised on this one. Actually, I was very, very. All right. I, what is it? He is actually, and I will throw him into into a holy trinity. Falling behind Batman and Superman, Constantine was voted the third most popular comic book character. Really? Hmm. Well, you got to think. I mean, I could see it. He has this great distinction of crossing, crossing boundaries and borders. That makes sense, though. Because he, because he is very British. In his abilities and in his characteristics. So well, I mean, it's you, it's you like we that. were saying before. Like he seamlessly can fit in anywhere. Yeah. Because he can show up and everybody's like, "Well, it's John's here." Okay, whatever. Like, like, like the moment when he shows up in in Justice League Dark, the animated series, the first time you're like, "This works." And it's one of those great, great back and forth things is between him and Batman. Him and oh. Batman do not like each other. There is very good tension here, but at the same time, Constantine's like, I know why you're the way you are, you know. And he calls him out on it too. Mm-hmm. That's that's the best thing. He calls him out. And Batman does the same fucking thing to him. He's like, Yeah, I, I know, I know what you're, I know why you're doing what you're doing. So you know, we're we're good. What does he call him? Batsy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Batsy, yeah. Come here, Batsy. See, another thing I like about this film is like the way they add lore. Like Corinthians, like 7112. Wait a minute. The Corinthians just doesn't go that far. They were like, yeah, not in the, uh, the King James version. But a good, like, uh, this is a great reference to probably one of my favorite trilogies. I mean, probably I know one of yours. The prophecy. Yes, yes, very underrated. It, is, it, it it it's very underrated, but it talks about the angels' Bible. You know that there are more than just the ones that that we know as humans, but there's mm-hmm. a, an angelic Bible, and and there's angelic verses. The first prophecy was really good. The second one was pretty good. Third one was in. I don't like the way they, they did Christopher Walken in that film. Well, yeah, he was, you know. But the, actually, the, the, there was two after that, which were actually really good. Four and five. I'm trying to remember. They weren't like, they were kind of like uh, uh, made for like DVD or some shit, but, or VOD. They weren't horrible because they were filmed back to back. The girl who was in the, um, what's her name? She was on MTV Remote Control. She was in those movies. Ray were. And she was in uh, Sliders, too. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, but the third prophecy was not good. <laughs> You're screwed. So it was Kari Wur. Yep, Kari Wur. The main guy was also the same guy that played in the Bruce Lee story. Yep. And I think he was also part of. There's another series. Uh, um, was he? No, he wasn't. It wasn't Blade. 
Dra- it was it was it was the Dracula movies, man. It was like based yeah, after yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, that's yeah. Yep. It was Dracula two thousand, and then they made a couple sequels oh, after the that. Brother, the old. Brotherhood, the Brotherhood of the the Wolf. Oh, he I was in that. That was a great movie. You know which one I'm talking about? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. That's where he came from. Yeah, and that actor, I think he, he I think he was in the Dragon, which was Bruce Lee's story that came out like late nineties. Wasn't he in Mortal Kombat too? Uh, yes. Yeah, he he played uh uh um, uh, Luke uh, Kang, uh, right? Yeah, Luke Kang. Yeah. Like I said, I just love the way they they shot this film, like the Warren universe, like the back of the bowling alley. Look at that; he got eaten up by parasites. Those liquor bottles above him? Hell yeah. Oh, damn, man. Spirit Destiny is not supposed to be that small, by the way. How do you know? Were you there when when, when, he, when he stabbed that dude? Well, I... Yeah. The same. I am old. Wow. I did not realize Monica Bellucci was in that. And what? Uh, the the Brotherhood. Oh, was she? Yeah. So who we're talking about is Mark uh, DeCasco. Mark, yeah, Mark De, yeah, I know you're talking about. He he was in, he was in John Wick three, uh, Parabellum. Yeah, he was the the uh, the the yeah. He was bald the bald guy. He was like the main villain. He was, he was and I, and it pissed me off so bad. He played the Iron Chef. And the Iron Chef America, which he was not. I was I got so mad. I was like, that's not him. It's a cool setup he has. I don't think he sleeps though. Who? John? Const- yeah, I don't think he sleeps. He does, I'm sure, but he has a lot of dreams, so. Bad dreams. I'm sure. What's up with those water bottles, though? Uh, those are the water ones that go in the filters. Look at that. He's got a small bed. Look at that. Oh, he actually played in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. 11 episodes. He was some kind of inhuman, I believe. Yeah, he? Guy- Geyer or something like that. Yeah. So he's been around Legend of I, I remember I saw him there. He was... Yep, he's been around. Wow, I did not realize he was on Iron Chef that fucking long. Huh. 14 years. Holy that shit. That long? Wow. From 2004 to 2018, yeah. 236 episodes. Jesus. Oh, that's why. Fucking, he was on The Crow. He played Eric Draven. The, the TV series, the TV right? Series, that's the one I was thinking about. That's why that's I kept putting in my head for television series. So, yeah. That was a weird Again, series. It was weird other than, I mean, it was good except for the, the whole, the whole, like, I can, I can, you know, take over a, a, a snake. That was stupid. No, it's that's when it got dumb. The Crow. Yeah, when the one dude, like, he, he was, he put, like, makeup on his face. There was a snake. Like, what? Yeah, yeah no. It's okay, it's now you're. The Crow, not, not the, the snake. snake. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we can go with that. If you yell Cobra Law, 
and oh, sorry, that was uh, oh, bro, la, 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 la. <laughs> sorry, that one deep. sorry about that, guys. That's a deep cut. Wow, wow. was Burgess Meredith one of the voices in that movie? Yeah, he was Globulus. Globulus, oh, wow, I am so you sorry. have lost, you. I know you have so, lost. I'm so digging in my geek world. So <laughs> that's that's a deep cut, man. Ooh. I think Don Johnson was the voice of Falcon. Yeah. Yep. Lieutenant Falcon. Yep. Lieutenant Falcon. Had a hard on for Jinx. Yep. They wow. all they, they all were good. Yeah. And of course, you, of course, you, you actually had Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah. I mean, yes. yes. Who was that one dude he was fighting throughout the whole movie? He was part of Glover's crew. Enforcer. Yeah. Oh my God, dude, I'm now, that dude would, would whip his ass throughout the whole movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they just kept fighting. It was like one fight, three fights. They they wouldn't stop fighting. And then finally he barely beat them. Sorry guys, I have to I have some issues. I have to deal uh, with. It's okay. I understand. I just didn't like the way they they did Cobra Commander. They did Cobra Commander dirty in that movie. Yeah, they did. Yeah, that was kind of that was awful. Like it had nothing to do. Like it nothing. Nothing was comic book related, toy related, nothing. It was just like, Kate, we're gonna go this route. And we're like, what? Yeah. Like, what? What? What who? Yeah. Who, who are these people? What? Yeah, yeah. Again, I am a I'm a huge fan of G.I. Joe in the comic book world because they kept it they kept it, you know, very realistic and very core. I know. That movie was Yeah, that one is, yeah. I mean, it was fun, but yeah, I mean, I liked the concept. I was like, oh, that's kind of that's kind of cool that you know it's it's an ancient civilization, you know, that is being ran that way. And so, so I, I dug it, you know. I just like the way they got the voice actors together. Like that was their big thing. Like the voice of Burgess Meredith. Like, oh, Mickey's gonna be in his movie. Like, what? Actually, Duke was supposed to die in that, but it, because of the backlash from Optimus Prime when he died, they were like, oh, well, oh no, you ain't. Yeah, you ain't doing. Yeah, because remember him in a coma. Yeah, yeah. Because well, what he got injured like the first ha- part of the movie, and then he was in a coma, and then like at the end of the movie, he woke up. I'm like, okay. Yeah, that was but, because of uh, because of Optimus Prime's. Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't really care if Duke died. I wasn't really Duke guy. Oh, oh. Now Snake Eyes died. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a different story. Oh, she she don't like that. What are you doing? Let go, let go. You gonna die, bitch. Freaking out, man. Whoa. Let me up. Just let, just let it in. Also, the team's kind of a masochist, man. Look at that. Huh? You got to go. You got to go. Yeah. He's like, fuck you. Here he goes. Slow mo. Slow motion. Drippity drop. Drip. I'm there. Am I wrong? I thought there was a... During that time, she went somewhere. I think she did. She she was supposed to go to hell, I think? Yeah, I thought she did. 
That must have been in the extended ser- episode or uh, version. Nice black bra. Sweet Jesus. Yeah, look at that. That's a nice bra. Jesus. Wow. <laughs> right out there. Everybody to see. Hello. Yeah. Again, again sorry. Rachel, Rachel Weiss. Rachel Weiss, yeah. She's Hello. something special. Swing. Wow. Nice. <laughs> hey, Wayne. Hey, Garth. Swing. Run away. Eh, not quite the Constantine cabin that he has in the series, but, you know, the bowling alley will do. That cabin was the bomb in that series. Yeah. If you guys have never seen it, there's like a billion Easter eggs in that cabin. So this is based off of a six issue series by, written by uh, Garth Ellis, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, this is for uh, Dangerous Habits. This is what they base the, the, the movie off of. Uh, hmm. Let's see here, 2019, or 91, I'm sorry. 1991 is when that came out. Garth Ellis, Will Simpson. So, yeah, that this is what it, this is actually truly based off of a one of the runs. Balthazar. Yep, time to go to war. It's freaky how those liquor bottles are up there like that. Who's the guy in charge putting them up there? That's what I want to know. Hey, man, I want to hire you for a day. What are you going to do? Put all these liquor bottles up there. Or are they liquor bottles? Wait a minute. They're not. No, they're... Are they? No, because it looks like they have stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah, like kind of like, yeah, they're not liquor bottles. Is that weed? With olives, blood. Take that back. Oh, yeah, here we go. Was this filmed in L.A.? Or somewhere else? Hmm. I like the fact that these two characters have chemistry together, but they never get together. There's hints of it. They get real close, but. Hmm. 
Uh-oh. My mom. The badass gun. Hello, my mom. Yeah, I don't see where it was made. I, I, I mean, I would go with L.A., but I know there's no way they, they could film all this in L.A., so... Yeah, I saw I still don't see where where this where this was actually filmed at. Little CG effects. Really cool looking. Oops.
Actually, a lot of this was, was filmed in L.A. Was it? Okay. Yeah. Actually, uh, funny enough, one of the movies we've mentioned earlier was a place for this. Hmm. Well, we we mentioned uh, the Blade Runner. It was in fact a there's a a uh, a scene that was filmed in the same place as Blade Runner. Hmm. Resurrection. Yeah. Right. Right, going back to hell, dude. Sorry. See ya. Chemicals between us, man. Chemicals between us. Stains of the spear. Yeah, you got it. You got a L.A. and Compton area. That's where a lot of this is filmed. So. Oh really? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Oh look at that. Uh-oh. Boom. I thought that I thought this was a great great. Yeah, that was effects, just like it's a ripper right out. It's freaky looking too. Like what ripped her out of there? Punch. Boom. <laughs> Again, just just a waste of Chaz. I mean, just, yeah, I, I, just mean, I, I like I love Shyla, but it's a waste of a great actor and a great character. Well, he wasn't a great actor at this point. Well, wasn't. he was still young, but I, I'm sure his character. Well, no, he no. At this point, wasn't uh, what else had been come out had come out for him. Uh. I don't think Transformers was out yet, was it? No, no, no. It wasn't Transformers, but he, he had other things. Uh, Charlie's Angels, Dumb and Dumber, Holes. Yeah, Holes. Holes. Robot, Holes was the big robot. one. I mean, he, he, no, he, he had some good ones. I mean, literally, when you watch it, he's playing the same role he did in iRobot. Yeah, basically. Nothing. I mean, nothing special. Behold, Beholds was a big one for him. I mean, huge. I thought he was a waste until he did Fury. Everything after Fury, I liked. But you got to realize, I mean, he also had his TV career. I mean, he, he yeah, he, had, he, he was, was, was a ER. Disney he was kid. On, he was on X. He was in ER. Yeah, who was in ER? That's by an angel. Suddenly, Susan, Caroline, and hmm. the City, Freaks and Geeks, even Steven. So, I mean. I mean, honestly, his TV career ended just before he did this. Hmm. Project Greenlight, Confessions, The Proud. I mean, he he had a very well-rounded television career, and then he stopped acting just before, like, uh, right before uh, iRobot. 
The chair. So, yeah. so I mean, okay, his 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 uh his career was well established way before this. But you're right, man. What a waste. Again, it just it's just what Chaz meant to Constantine. He was a lot more than they wrote him in this movie because he he, he he was his brother. I mean, he yeah, went, they're he boys. When, he was there for the Newcastle. It just, yeah, it, it was really. It's just like, one of the, it was a faux pas because I think whoever wrote the script, they were like, oh, he, he's going to be like a sidekick. Like, no. no. Constantine doesn't have a sidekick. He doesn't want a sidekick. That was a one faux pas with this movie was, was Chaz. Everybody else he did justice to. Like, each character kind of stands out. Like, Gavin Rosdale, he stood out. Papa yeah. Midnight stands out. Uh, Rachel Weiss stands out. Another character later on who basically has maybe five minutes of screen time. He really stands oh, out. Yeah, Peter. Oh boy. Oof. But him, not so much. And if you look at the Lord, he's one of the characters that should stand out. It's like I said before, man. If this movie wasn't named Constantine or something else. I think I would have accepted more. This is great. Look at that. Well, you got to think back. I mean, back at this time, I mean, you you want a fan of Constantine. You're talking about hardcore sweaties. Mm-hmm. Hardcore sweaties. Constantine, I understand, you know, the, the, the information I, I gave earlier where they were saying, you know, Constantine is the top one of the top three, you know, biggest comic book characters. But he, he he's hardcore. I mean, I think that's what it was. If they if they really would have taken their time and stuck more closer to the the true story and the true mythology of Constantine, never no problem. They, they could have done. The, some people cool would stuff. have excused the the non-bond and gone just with with him being what he is. And even for what the movie is, I still excuse it. Holy bullets! Those are cool. It's funny the uh, the composer for this is actually somebody that's been part of a, one of our recent recent um, midnight movie reviews. Um. Oh God! Uh, what's his name? Uh, Gene Duff. Oh, yeah. What's his? I know who you're talking about. It's do, um. Do you? Oh, uh, he did Rogue One, right? No. No? Okay. Last one we did. Very last one we did. Uh, that was Dark World. Uh-huh. That was uh Brian, not Sylvester. No, Brian Taylor. Brian Taylor? Yep. He did he did Transformers Prime, Eli, uh the Expendables trilogy, Iron Man 3, Avengers Ultron, as well as this. He was the main composer on this one. So Brian Taylor. Good for him. <laughs> I kind of wish Papa Midnight went with them in that last fight. 
Well, he, like, he doesn't interfere. Yeah, no, no interfering. Yeah, no interfering. I know. Even the, the version we had in that Constantine series was good too. Same way, but more, more of a dick. <laughs> I even like that character they introduced in that, in that series. What was it, the Angel? Who turned out he was going to be the antagonist of the whole series? Yeah. That like, oh man, just pisses me off. Didn't get a chance to finish that. No Snyder cut for Constantine. See, they made him younger too. They should have made him the same age, because they, they have that they have that brother brother yeah, relationship. Yeah, I mean, they, they were they were in mucus membrane brain together. Yeah. At this point, I can't believe that they're like. I don't believe their chemistry. I don't. He just looks like a dude that he picked off the streets. Like, hey man, you're just gonna drive me around. It's a freaky shop. Boom. Careful. Oh, you're screwed. I will speak. Wasn't Chaz like the same height as him too? Mm, from what I what I sort of remember, yeah. Yeah, this is one of those castings that just didn't work. He's good in a lot of stuff, but this one. Again, the guy they had in the, in the series, Constantine, was really good. I think yeah, he, he was, was good. Honest, honestly, I think I think it was um, Constantine, City of Demons. That's where they really captured Chaz because he was there. He he was there for Newcastle because uh, City of Demons explained Newcastle. But then you see Chaz later on, you know, being a family man, having a kid, and like his urgency there. I love this. Yeah, it's great, yeah. Hi. <laughs> yeah, that was good in that, in that animated movie. And everybody in the animated movies hates Constantine. Like, he, there's just no, like, you're a dick, John. I hate you. Like, everybody. What was that one demon chick that hated him too? Uh, I forgot her name. She was the one that was helping Chaz's uh, daughter in the coma. Oh, you're talking about you're talking about a uh, uh, nightmare nurse. Yeah. Great, great. I, yeah. I, was, I was so surprised they threw nightmare nurse. Me too. I was like, wait a minute. 
so there was a, an angel named Constantine that appears in season nine of Supernatural, by the way. Really? Yep. On a Stairway to Heaven episode. Constantine? Oh, nine. What was nine? Hmm. I'm trying to think what was the, the arc of nine. Uh, one of the brothers said something to the other one, and they lied. And uh, yeah, well, that's her. Oh, whore! Constantine also uh, showed up in uh, season eleven of Smallville. Did if he? Nobody's. I don't familiar that with that one at yeah. all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he Is that the comic. Up. Comic. Okay. Yeah. Right. After season ten, they all went to comics, and uh, the, the, but this was a uh, season eleven digital comic, and it, it was surrounded based off of the the DC Dark series. You have uh, Zatanna showing up and working with Constantine. So, I like their version of Zatanna in Smallville. That's the devil's son. You're screwed. Uh oh. Papa can't put her. Fighter. No. Craziness. It's a freaky looking fight. Get her out of there. Good makeup job, too. Yeah. Nope. That's freaky. Demon's still around, man. That's just disturbing. <laughs> Reminds me of one of those old eighties horror movies. Was it Basket Case, Basket Head, or something? Honestly, it's uh, it's Aliens for me. Is it Aliens? Okay. You don't remember Basket Head? 
No, no, I remember. <laughs> Trust me, I've seen them. Uh, wasn't there like three of them? Baskethead one, Baskethead two. You could have Dr. Fate make a cameo in this movie. It would have worked too. Yeah, he's too powerful. I don't know, maybe, he just, maybe maybe just a, a mention, like you know, uh, Doc, you know, Papa Midnight could make a comment about, hey, you know, if we need to, we can talk to the guy in the gold mask. And then he was, and John be like, nah, we don't need. He's, he's yeah. too powerful. Yeah, I mean, just reference to it would be perfect. But yeah, you don't want to see him. God, I, I, I am so you know. Lately, I've been on this mystical kick of DC. I am dying to see him. And I think I think a couple of weeks ago you reported that he might show up in, in the uh, was it Black Adam movie? Mm-hmm. I hope so, please. And and not only just like like hint, but like, like he's going to be a major character. Oh please, please! Because then you you're dipping your toe in that DC mystical world. Dude, they went fucking full nuts in DC Mystical, right? We've got Constantine. Yeah, I know. A movie. A but I want more. Series. I want more. And, they, and, they, they, I mean, they, they, we've already like danced around. They just need to just accept just it. Just do it. So, yeah, just 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 blow the load, man. You like, got, come you on. got Swamp Thing. I mean, Phantom Stranger, fucking Blue Devil. I mean, you're, you're there. You're, you're knocking. Yeah. Just threw Dead Man, throw an Etrick in. You did Spectre. I mean, you're right there. I mean, to close out the 52 fucking storyline, what do they do? Fucking dark. Yeah. So they're, they're all over it. They just need to just pull the trigger and embrace it. It's going to embrace it, man. It's like you're, you're right there. Into the light, I command thee. And then boosh. <laughs> Your stinky foot out my face. Call me Paul. Look at that. She another another character barely in the movie. Impact. Everybody else has a place except for Chaz. Did Chaz dirty in this movie? Didn't they show Dr. Fate's helmet in that series as well? What what series? The Constantine series? They showed it, didn't they? Or am I wrong? Uh, I think I think it was in, in the house, like in the background. Okay. Androgynous actress. That's what they call her. I'll bring you horror. Nice.
She kicks his ass. You go from suits to wearing overalls. Okay. Ouch. And here we go. So that hits up and wrong. Ouch. Sorry about that. Yeah, but you're not going to get attention from him. Oh, yeah. It's like, wait a minute. I have an idea. The ending is a little wonky to this, but this kind of makes up for it. So yeah, the uh, the Doctor Fate mask did make a brief appearance in uh, episode. It, uh, it was among the artifacts and stored in Jasper's winter house. Yeah, that's the house. Yeah, that he, that he used for yeah. his uh, base or something. Had all those weird rooms. Yeah. So we we had uh, Smallville, Constantine, and Star Girl. We have seen Doctor Fate. Have we seen Star Girl, Doctor Fate? Uh huh. If you've seen the latest, oh, well, I saw the first one. He stands around. Is that him? Yeah. When you look at the uh, JSA, you talking about the photo, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. I was what like, I was I was trying to name everybody. Like I think uh, Jason Silver, one of our listeners or one of our followers, he uh, he kind of actually geek educated me. Like he basically named everybody off that photo. Because it was one person I couldn't name. Like, who was the guy with the pink swirly things around? I'm like, oh, okay. One of my favorite devils. Oh, yep. Yeah. And like I said, how much screen time did he have? Not a lot. Impact. Yep. He's right up there with um, uh, Pellegrino. 
four. Oh, one of the best versions of Satan. Whether it's TV or movie. Really? Yeah. Even though I think they dumbed Pellegrino down after season five. But that'd be a good poll to make. Who's your favorite on-screen devil? He's got to be up there. Um, Jeff Goldblum, I think, is up there, too. If you ever watched Mr. Frost, that's another one. Al Pacino. <laughs> A whole theme park. <laughs> kind of like his look too this guy's done some other stuff too hasn't he oh yeah yeah like tons of stuff I gotta just calls him Lou. Come on, man. Check this stuff out, Lou. Well, you used to have a, a ferret. Uh, cute little ferret. Albino. Name Lou? No, uh, Lucifer. Oh. But oh, everybody nice. called, everybody called, we, once we, once I got her home, I realized she wasn't a Lucifer. She was a, a Lucy. Oh. So uh, everybody began to call her Lucy. But the only reason I called her Lucifer is literally within the first five minutes of me having her, she bit the living fuck out of me. Ouch. So, oh, and by the way, I, I was trying to find, I, I like I was drawing a complete blank on the, on the actor's name, but my favorite, probably one of my favorite Lucifer actors, Vigo. Oh, the, yeah, the first prophecy. Yeah, He's another yeah, one that yeah. had like, what, 10 minutes of screen time? That was Not it. Not even, no, no, he, he had like nothing. Yeah, his version was freaky. Yeah, just uh, just uh, and it and he played it nice. Yeah, it's ever so nice. Who are you? I am the first angel. Yeah, the one loved above all the. Oh yeah, he was just so oh, cool yeah. about it. Oh, it, it was creepy. But then there were there were certain moments where like oh, that's kind of he, he's trying to play nice because he's like, yeah, I fucked up, I did my thing, but. That was another weird movie. What was it? Gabriel tried to make another hell and he didn't want another hell. Yeah. Strange. Yeah. I do like the old names. 
looks like somebody doesn't have your back anymore. I love that. And this is uh, Peter uh, Stormar, Swedish actor, Lost World for Jurassic Park, playing God, The Big Lebowski, Armageddon. Yeah, he's, he's been uh, in quite a few. Yeah, God, God, this guy is fucking. Yeah, just his his list is ridiculous. I think I've I, seen him recently somewhere. Yes, too. you have. In fact, you have. Two thousand seventeen. Yeah, John Wick number two. He Abram uh, oh, oh wait, wait, wait. He was. He was a Wick too. Wait, he was. Yeah, he was the um. He was the brother. Of the Russian guy who died in the first one. He was like towards the beginning of the movie. I remember him now. Oh, that's right. American Gods. He was in a couple episodes of American Gods. He was the voice of uh, Mr. Freeze in Justice League Action. Uh, Justice League Action. Yeah, it was more of a kiddie movie. I, I, haven't, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, it's okay. Time to go, John. Cooler endings to a movie too. Like, why? I can't take him with me. Skies open up. <laughs> and typical Constantine version. Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. This is typical him. That's freaky how he just takes his lungs out. Oh, he doesn't take the lungs out. He takes the cancer out. That's why it's all black and gooey. Oh, okay, okay. I thought he was taking his lungs out. No, no. He took the cancer out. So he's no longer dying from cancer. Ooh. Looks like he's taking his lungs. Okay. You will live.
Man, it barely happened. Look at that. Yeah, Chaz got done dirty. Yeah, I know. It was just like it was wrong compared to, I mean, just the character has so much depth to it. I'm kind of glad it was a one and done. Didn't need to go any further. I mean, he's not the con. Like it's like I said before. It's just like if it wasn't named Constantine. Yeah. And again, that's why it shouldn't go on any further because it's not Constantine. Yeah, it's like it's if, not. if I mean if they hit the mark and like okay yeah they caught they captured the the essence of Constantine then yeah do do another one. She she really can do no wrong. She can play a good guy, bad guy. Well, once I heard that she was cast as the uh, as the ancient one, I was like, I was completely happy because yeah, it's it just I was like, but well, no, she's perfect for it. It doesn't need to be a guy. It, that, that that's one of those gender swaps. I might like, that makes sense. Yeah, because I was Cause cool you, with cause it. you because you went with the best actor for the role or actress however you want to say it you went with the best person to portray that character you know the the, the ancient one is is very general or gender neutral when it comes to that and that's just how they did you know of another role that she was mentioned for but of course she wasn't going to get it and I, I i had a head scratch when i heard about it because i had to do a double take i was like the Joker. That was one of those heads. Yes, was one of the, yes it, if they did Flashpoint. Yes. Okay. Okay. Completely get that one. Hands down, she would be perfect for it. You have you have you have her doing that. You you have uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan doing Batman. Oh, please, completely yes. get that. What about her as Alfred? No, no, okay. That was another one mentioned. Sorry again, again, Alfred. I, I hate. I hate. No, you're right. No, you're right. Because that was another one mentioned too. Like Alfred, I don't want Alfred, it either. Alfred is a bad. It's a bad. You know, gender swap. It, it, Alfred has to be the male British snob. Just if not, it's not Alfred. It's very similar. If when you look at Batwoman, you look you look at uh, what's his face, um, 
Lucius. It's not, it's not really. Yes, it, Lucius is still the same color, same race, and everything, but there's something missing. I love this. You think they're going to get together, but they don't. Well, that happened earlier when he was trying to pick her up. Yeah, yeah, same thing. He leaned in to do something, and like I was like, oh, oh, oh." it looks like it's going to happen, but it doesn't. She just like just smiles, like okay. Where my life? Take the spear of destiny away and hide it. Yep, you got to relieve your cancer, but what are you doing? Chewing tobacco. Chewing gum. Is it gum or is it tobacco? Gum. No, let me see. Are you sure about that? It's gum. Oh, no, it looks like it's tobacco. No, it's gum. Well, I'm looking at it right now. I think it's chewing tobacco. You I don't think it's gum. Who think that it's? Gum. I don't know. It's anyway, gum. that was Constantine, 2005 by Keanu Reeves. I haven't seen this movie in a while, but it was one of those ones that I had to put on tonight, and I was like, you know what? Let's just watch this one. What do you think about it again after watching it? No, I, I think my opinion is still the same. It's like it's it, it misses the mark. It's a fun movie. I'm not going to bash the movie, but overall it misses the mark of being a true Constantine, true Vertigo movie. It should be a little bit darker. Oh, I don't know under I don't understand why they couldn't stick to the stick to the even the core look of him. You know, I, I think I, I know it's silly, but when you think of a movie, think of a character. If that character's blonde, it should be blonde. Yeah, I know. You know, if I it mean, wasn't it, called Constantine, I think it would be okay. But yeah, for what it is, it's solid, and it works as a one-off. And they should just leave it at that. So, most definitely. So I guess uh, that's it in our uh, first ever two a.m. Movie special. Uh, I don't know if we'll ever do this again, but uh, this was fun. This was fun. fun. Yeah, we had fun. It's Constantine. It's Constantine. It's Keanu Reeves. And maybe one day we'll get to doing Bill and Ted. Who knows? But uh, as, I think, I think, I think we might do that when when the uh, new Bill and Ted comes out. Just kind of. Yeah, like, I think like, it's coming this year. Sometime. A little nod. We'll do some Bill and Ted, and eventually maybe we'll get to John Wick. I don't know. It probably won't be done this year because I think we have a full slate oh, this got, year. Got, got full. Yeah. But you never know. Who knows? But uh, I guess this is part of the 2 a.m. series. So, yeah. We'll uh, call, we'll call this bonus. Bonus. It's a bonus one. So you never know when we'll drop this one. That's right. So, but, but guys, uh, make sure you do check us out. Streamlink forward slash heroes underscore asylum. You can find all of our websites social media and where all of our podcasts are located especially this one which i guess is going to go into the midnight movies oh yeah it'll be great um twitter at the heroes asylum podcast post them put some polls on there i think we have a lot of stuff going on there especially the week stuff yeah. Yeah, we have a lot of stuff. 
Instagram is uh, kicking. Facebook page is really kicking, especially the new members who are just posting stuff. We're not even in control of that page anymore. Honestly, it's you guys. The sound mics or You guys post weird stuff. Keep it coming. Keep the shares and the likes coming. We really, really appreciate that. And uh, from the captain to me to you, get to the asylum.